Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Marvin Gaye with what's going on and what is going on indeed. We're about to find out on 1FM Live and Local at 21 to 8. Most of you know Kim O'Keefe as one of our local councillors or as the mayor. She's taking some time off for council while she stands as the National Party candidate for the state seat of Shepparton. Of course, the state election is coming up on November 26. Tell us what it's all about. We're joined on the line by Kim O'Keefe. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Terry. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Kim. Pleasure. So you've been uh, on the hustings for a while now, um, spruiking your wares as the National Party candidate for Shepparton. How has your campaign been going? Yeah, look, it's been very busy and it's only going to get busier, but look, it's a, it's a really great time to be out amongst community and listening to what the needs are. That's uh, critical, but, uh, you know, look, it's, it's a great opportunity for me. I'm obviously very passionate about the community and the needs for regional Victoria, and we need to have someone that obviously knows what that's about, has lived here, you know, had a small business here, connect to the people in the community and hopefully, you know, will definitely be a great voice and strength for, you know, better things for our community. Look, there's been lots and lots of announcements made, um, you know, lots of promises made by uh, the coalition if it was to get elected, um, some locally, for example, uh, donating $1 million to food share so they can set up a permanent base. Lots of figures being flying about. It gets a bit complex at times, to be honest, and it's quite hard for the average voter, such as myself, to get uh, their head around, really. what you know. There's just so much information out there. But perhaps if you can kind of um, dumb it down for us a bit and tell us what your policy priorities are and what you're personally promising if you get elected. Yeah, sure. And look, I think when it comes to a lot of the funding announcements, a lot of those projects have already been you know, very active and in need for our community for a very long time. Obviously, in my role as mayor and on council, you know, we had a lot to do with a lot of those um, aspirations, and the background, you know, was, is already there. So it's you know keeping those those really strong needs within our community live and active. And what better time than an election period and reminding you know what our needs are. So yeah, I think that's really important to know that these are often long term aspirations, but there's some new ones as well. Um, and obviously, you know, um, the Commonwealth Games 2026, we want a fifth hub, and particularly now that we've had the announcement that we're having BMX and, and bike events. So where are we going to put those, you know, people coming in? Where are we going to put the, the participants? So I think it's a really strong, you know, reasoning now to back up that particular announcement as far as that we need a fifth hub. But look, overall, I mean, we know health, you know, at the moment the um, the health system is in a crisis and we know immediate care for people is not being met. So, you know, the system is completely fractured and the waiting list blowout for elective surgery, you know, started well, well, well before the pandemic and we know it's close to 90,000. So obviously health is a very, very big one for us. And we've announced, obviously, that we will take the $35 billion to the Cheltenham to Box Hill Rail Line and reprioritise into fixing our healthcare system. And, of course, we've announced, you know, locally that, you know, we want to put some of that money into the Clinical Health School, the Wellness um, and Cancer Centre, which is going to also 
help, you know, address local need. A lot of people, you know, have to travel out of Shepparton to go and get, you know, their cancer treatment and the clinical health school will obviously help support the workforce. But look, there's many things within our policies. Um, you know, the bad economic management at the moment also means that government becomes more reliant on increased taxes and fines, which in turn puts more pressure on households. So household, you know, stress and budget is really important for us. So there will be no new taxes with the Nationals in government. And the Bringing Manufacturing Home Fund, you know, will also ensure stability in local supply chains, which we suffered during the pandemic, depending on international, you know, materials and support. Uh, this will drive prices on everyday essentials down if we can get, more, you know, more local manufacturing. Um, but, yeah, the fixing the health crisis is, is critical. And, you know, the triple O people knowing that they're not getting an ambulance, you know, puts so much stress. And we know it has lost lives. So we need to really repurpose money into the things that really make a difference within communities and that, you know, are stressful. We, we know that there's fractures there and we have to fix those fractures as a government. Investing in our roads has been a really big one. I've been out in the bad and we know the state of the, the condition of the roads. You know, we've never seen anything like it. And there's been a reduction of $200 million over the past two years in road maintenance. So, you know, we need to bring that back. So we've obviously announced you know, quite a big commitment, $10 million over 10 years, to really get those roads fixed. I mean, I don't think any of us have ever seen anything like we're seeing at the moment. And bringing back, um, you know, the the... the um, country Roads and Bridges Program, which also supports council funding. We need, you know, there's a lack there. So we can see the reasoning behind the condition of the roads. So the roads is a really big one. I'm hearing that across the board. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and the mental health. I mean, there's support we've also announced within mental health. Mental health is, is critical. So we're actually looking at getting some council laws that are already trained in mental health, but not acknowledged for their training. It's, it's not basically acknowledged that they can actually go into schools. We're going to unlock that and make sure that those qualifications, you know, can then be unlocked and then those trained councillors can then go into the school system and support our, you know, particularly our kids in need. But there's quite a lot of mental health um, support, you know, building the workforce and, um, you know, also really making sure that our communities have access to mental health services. So, so, so Kim, um, the polls yeah. are saying at this stage, and I know they're only polls, and of course polls can change, but polls are saying at this stage... Uh, that Labor is likely to be re-elected. What would you be able to do as a National Party candidate in opposition? Well, we saw that three years ago when that didn't happen with Labor. You know, we had Liberal government come in. So, you know, it's it's never a given. And I think at the moment, communities are really listening to what's happening across the electorate, some typically from their candidates locally. Um, it doesn't matter where we sit. We need to make a difference for our country and our communities. And that's why we have government and that's why we have both sides of government. But, you know, we're in it to win it. And you know, I think our <laughs> the, the country has suffered. And I think there's such a strong a strong position of change and we certainly need to push that and have the right people, you know, supporting so that they get the seats and, you know, support the right people, elect the right people in our communities so that we can see that change in government and make that happen. Sorry, I just had went off air there for a second. What is your view of our present independent member, Susanna Sheed, and what she's achieved over her two terms? Yeah, well, it's been a collaborative effort. I mean, of course, you know, you need to get things for your communities. And I've worked very closely with Susanna and our federal member, Damien Drum, at the time as well. And there's been very strong tiered, um, a tiered contribution. It hasn't just been state government, obviously. And, you know, you always need a hardworking local member. And um, I think the thing about this is, you know, the, the announcement of what has been achieved has been a collaborative effort. It's, you know, as I said, local government has contributed to many. Also, Damien Drum, I mean, on his watch, we've all seen the incredible 
um, amount that Damien achieved for our region. And the testament to that was Sam getting elected to the National Party. You know, so, the last election, we didn't lose any seats, we gained seats. Mm-hmm. And that shows strength and faith in the National Party. And I'm sure that will continue, you know, if I'm and if I'm elected and I'm feeling very, you know, confident and, and I'm feeling very supported at this point of time that the community see the hard work that I do. They know that I'm here for the right reasons and they know that I walk the talk and do the things that we need, to, you know, that will help make a difference. So are you saying that Susanna is claiming that she has bought certain money to the region but that she's claiming that that it's all been her work and she's not acknowledging others yeah i think that that's part of that absolutely i mean it's been as i say a collaborative effort and um you know some of that funding was before her time to be the hospital i'm not sure if she's at the hospital but i know jeanette powell secured the hospital and susanna cut the ribbon um but you know anyone that's in the position for our community needs to you know be be active and, you know, I certainly would do that. And I think that's what people see. They see my passion, my hard work, my dedication. And, you know, I walk the talk. I've been a very hardworking mayor and I will continue to do that. You know, as a member for parliament, I've, you know, made a difference on council and I'll make a difference in parliament for our community. There's been a lot of joint announcements between yourself and the Liberal candidate, Cheryl Hammer. Why would people vote for, or why should people vote for you instead of Cheryl? Yeah, well, there's a couple of reasons there. I've obviously had six years' experience in government. I mean, I've had six years. I've worked with ministers. I've been to Canberra. I've met with the Prime Minister. I've, you know, have have had a lot of experience, and I do have a lot of connections already. I've also, um, you know, the National Party has been successful the last election. You know, we strongly bet the Liberal Party. And, um, you know, I feel this area, a National Party seat, is, is absolutely more appropriate for our community. Okay, we've covered a lot of ground there. What uh, what are you going to be your priorities between now and the rapidly approaching state election? Yeah, look, I think just making sure that you know people know my policies, they know who I am to represent them. I'm out in the communities. I'll be door knocking and catching up with people. I'm going lots of meetings. My calendar is almost completely full from now into the election. But it's critical that people get to contact, you know, be in contact with me. They can get on the website. They can call me. Um, I'm having lots of small town meetings, you know, attending as many events as I can. Uh, just just as I've always done, just being very active in the community and making sure that people are listened to and that their priorities are achieved. Well, we'll let you get on with that busy day then, Kim. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. It's great to catch up again, Terry. Bye. We've been speaking to the National Party candidate for Shepparton, Kim O'Keefe and she just hung up on us which is fair enough because we've been fin- we had finished talking hadn't we <laughs> snake season is here have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet if not book a service call and let Jason's pest control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season you don't have snake repellers yet that's okay call us now and get them professionally installed protect your kids pets and yourself our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. At Outback Real Estate, we understand that to get the right deal, you need to have the right people surrounding you. We know you need the right advice and the right information, so we make the effort to ensure that both the vendors and buyers enjoy their real estate journey by providing a tailored service that's just right for you. Specialising in properties for agriculture and business, we provide services to commercial and residential developers. Visit our new website at outbackproperties.com.au. Outback Properties, where understanding real estate is our business. Station sponsor. 
The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. Hi, it's Tim Simons. Join me every Saturday on 1FM 98.5 for the essential collection of hits and pop history. From the swinging 60s through to the rock of the 80s. Essential hits every Saturday, only on 1FM 98.5.